Okay, everybody. Um, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we're we're five minutes after, so um, let's get started. I, I'm going to kind of step back a little bit today, and uh, I, I for the past few sessions, a I haven't been here for a couple weeks. Right, I had WWDC last week, which was awesome. Um, had a blast. Uh, learned a lot. Met a lot of really cool people, especially all the uh, the real Mac team. Uh, so, uh, so that was awesome. Learned, uh, met us again, great guys. Um, it was really fun and exciting meeting all of them. Um, and, uh, can't wait to meet them again, probably next year, hopefully. Um, got some really cool stuff coming down the pipe, uh, with, with Lion, as you guys have all heard, right? And, um, Camtastic, of course, uh, as you see here, this is my Camtastic app. It will be Lion only now. I can't show you some of the really cool new line features because this is a snow leopard machine. So, um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and uh, again, I'm going to step back today a little bit and do some some a so little bit more basic stuff. Um, previous webcasts, I kind of did you know some CS, CSS stuff and kind of diving into some a little bit more advanced topics. Uh, again, I'm going to I'm going to step back a little bit today and. Uh, and, and do some more of the basics, right? Get back to the basics, okay? Um, right now, I have Weaver open, uh, and uh, of course, here is a stacks page, right? Um, and we're gonna go over kind of the really basic stuff within uh, stacks and uh, really help you guys build a foundation, okay? So as we added, added a stacks page, of course, you know, um, Stacks has two modes, as as every RapidWeaver plugin does. You have um, edit mode, which is the where you actually edit and create your page, and then you have preview mode, which of course allows you to preview all of the changes that you've made. Okay, so in our edit mode, you also have a stacks library over here on the right, right? That contains all of your third-party stacks. Hopefully, you have a lot of mine, right? Um, and uh, many others. So as you see, there, there is just a huge list of stacks sorted by the, uh, the name of the stack on the file system so that you can easily find stuff, okay? Uh, I am gonna review some of the, just the default out of the box stuff today. Um, and maybe at the end, I'll go over a couple of my, my latest uh, stacks and updates uh, towards the end of the, today's webcast, okay? So, um, to, to drag out a stack, basically if you want to add a stack to your page, you simply take it out of your library and drag it onto the page, okay? Um, I drug out a, a text stack uh, in this particular instance here, and to edit that text, you simply need to, uh, you know, highlight the text, add whatever text you like, okay? Now, since this is a, a text stack, you'll notice down here at the bottom, there is also the, uh, the default RapidWeaver formatting bar so that you can change the, of course, the style of the text, okay? So if you wanted to go ahead and make that text bold, or if you wanted to make it italic, if you wanted to, you know, change the font, okay, so on and so forth, make a bullet list, okay? So anything that you can do basically in, in the normal RapidWeaver text page, you can definitely do here, okay? Now a couple of tricks with the, with the text area is of course if we were to just quickly add uh, I don't know some lorem ipsum text oops okay so there's some um, some default lorem ipsum text that we can uh, um, we have in our page now if you notice um, this actually inserted a couple um, HTML characters 
and you can have HTML within your text stack, okay? And but if you if you want to make sure that it is defined as HTML, basically you select your text and then you say format in the menu bar and you do ignore formatting. Okay? So that that way you can actually mix kind of HTML and um, text within your text stack. So if you wanted to make sure you had a, a nice heading or something of that nature or or whatnot, okay, you can definitely type in the HTML so you can get stuff exactly how you want. If you wanted to get your hands dirty with some HTML, highlight that and do ignore formatting and you're good to go, okay? But if you just wanted to manipulate straight text and, uh, you know, format it within, you know, within you know, the normal things of kind of uh, WYSIWYG, right? You can make this green, you know, blue text, so on and so forth. It will, if we go ahead and go into preview mode, we'll see that the, the text that I had formatted via the toolbar is blue, bold, and italic as I defined it. Uh, and then this text that I said ignore formatting, it's just plain uh, text, okay? It's in a paragraph and basically it's ignoring any formatting. Okay, so it's just going to take that as straight HTML. Okay. Um, now I'm going to jump into some more common um, configurations and settings across all stacks. Okay. So to, to go into your stacks configuration, there is the information HUD. Okay. And in this settings HUD, you'll notice that this common area at the top is the same for every single stack third-party stacks, out-of-the-box stacks, it doesn't matter, okay? All of these settings here are identical for every single stack in your library, okay? So let's go over these settings. Uh, we have the, the very first one is, of course, the background setting, okay? So if you want to define a background, by default, it is transparent. So if we go to, if we go to preview mode, um, we see that my background here, now the background of my content area is white, okay? Um, but basically, if, my, if the content area were black on my site, you would see this text on, on the, you know, on black, okay? But if we wanted to make that a background color, we can say, yes, I want to choose a colored background. You can then select what color background you want. Let's say we want, kind of wanted a, a light blue background, okay? And then we can easily go and we see that I now have a blue background for my stack. Easy enough, right? Um, let's go ahead and let's go a step farther. Uh, let's, we'll leave my background blue. Let's say we wanted to add a border, okay? Uh, the default border is, of course, zero pixels. So it has no border around it, okay? Uh, and let's say I want to add a two-pixel border and uh, I want to go ahead and make the color um, red. Okay, so now I've added a two pixel red border. You can see all of this happening right here live within the edit mode. Okay, and of course, if you want to preview that, you can then go ahead and see that you have, you definitely do have a blue background and with a red border. Okay, um, next is margin and padding. Now, in the past few webcasts, I've kind of gone over exactly what margin and padding are, right? Um, but let's let's show you an example of what that is, okay? So the margin is going to be the gap between the border and whatever is next to your stack, okay? So if we go ahead and let's just increase that, 
you'll notice that the edge of your stack, the gap between the edge of the stack and then the border has increased. So I've given this particular stack a margin of 20. That means there is 20 pixels between the border and the outside of your stack. Okay. Now, if we want to adjust the padding, the padding is going to be the distance between the border and the content of your stack. Okay. So again, margin is going to be from the outside of your stack to the border. Padding is going to be the distance from the border to the content. Okay. So again, all these settings are the same without within all stacks. Okay. Um, so this is very useful to use if you wanted to play with spacing. Maybe again, you wanted some more, you know, spacing between the border of something and and whatnot. This is where you can change that. Okay. So again, padding and margins. Now, um, if we wanted to preview that, you can then see exactly what that looks like. We now have a slightly larger gap from the edge of the uh, the content area to the border, and then we have a slightly larger buffer from the border to the content of my tech stack, right? Um, now the next uh, setting is width, right? So how wide do we want our stack to be, okay? So of course the default is 100%, so it takes up the entire width of, uh, of the page, okay? So we're gonna take up 100% of our width, okay? But you can easily change that. Let's say we want it to be, you know, 62%, okay? You can easily then do, hey, look, now my, you know, my text stack is now taking up 62% of the width of my page, okay? Now, it, a lot of people are wanting, how do I do static width, right? Let's say I wanna have, you know, I wanna make sure it's 500 pixels, okay? Well, right now, uh, there really isn't a, a way in, in the current version of Stacks to do that. However, um, if, you know, if we do go into our page inspector, okay, and look at what the width of my content area is. So I can say width, I know my, my width of my page is a, is a thousand pixels, right? And part of that width, let's say I wanted to go ahead and say, oh, look, my, my content area is going to be approximately you can measure it out and I know this is about 750 pixels, right? And you say if I wanted it to be 500 pixels, you know, what's the percentage of 500 pixels to 750, right? I don't know exactly what that percentage is off the top of my head. I think it's about 75 or something like that, right? So, you, you know, you, you, you can't have to kind of do a little bit of math work, right? But stacks, the whole point of stacks is having a fluid layout, okay? So, um, a lot of people, you know, think of, I want something to be exactly 500 pixels. Well, you know, a majority of the time you really don't need to have something exactly a particular number of pixels. There are instances of that and there are third party stacks out there that allow you to do that. Okay. However, the, again, the point of stacks is really a fluid layout. Okay. To kind of just let things fall as they are, you know, to kind of, you know, get, get it as good as you want. Right. So I know if I want, you know, about 50%, you can kind of see how things are going to look. Okay. So on and so forth. Now, um, you know, stacks, a new version of stacks, what we're looking at is stacks version one. Um, as all, you know, stacks two is coming out, um, within, you know, the future. So, um, 
hopefully, you know, there, there will be new, um, new things that you could do uh, to be able to, you know, statically position and have you a little bit more control over that. Okay, but we'll see. We'll see what comes in the future. Okay. Um, now the next, the last setting that we have that is, again, a common setting across all stacks is this actually a setting that kind of confuses a lot of people. Because a lot of people, they say, um, I want to have my stack on the left. Okay. But if you set your stack to 100%, it really doesn't matter this position, right, left, or center. Okay. Because if I set it to left and it's 100%, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's going to be positioned to the left, but if the stack's taking up 100% width, I'm not going to really notice that. Okay. But if we adjust things, let's say, let's go back down and adjust our stack. Okay. To 62%, we have position left, position center and position right. So if we then, pre you know, preview our, our stack, you'll notice that, Hey, look, I, I made my stack narrower. It's 62% width. And then I made it, you know, float on the right. Okay. So again, if you want to use these positionings, okay, it doesn't make any sense if your width is 100%. You're going to have to make sure, you know, you kind of, you know, adjust things so that, you know, it's a smaller percentage width and then you can easily adjust other light uh, left, center, or right. Okay. So that kind of goes over uh, the, the positioning and a lot of the default settings within stacks. Okay. Now let's go ahead and do um, a little bit more advanced, uh, some of the more advanced settings. So let's take these same settings and let's see how we can uh, tweak them a little bit more. Okay. And we do that by, if you actually view in this HUD, you'll notice that there's an advanced button. Okay. So if we want to go ahead and click this advanced button, you will see that it brings up our page inspector and that we have um, a little bit more granular controls within the advanced settings. As you see here, we, we definitely, we still have control over our background color. So this is the same exact setting as if we had, you know, changed it inside the settings HUD. Okay. Same thing with border. We can change our border color. Okay. However, you'll notice that uh, right now we actually have control over all four corners of the border. So in the HUD here, if we look at this over here, okay, we'll notice that in the border, we really have access to change, you know, all four corners at the same time. Okay. So, but if we notice in the settings HUD, okay, we have access to change the individual side. So if I want my top borders to be um, 10 pixels, oops, 10. Um, let's say I want my, my sides to be zero. Okay. I want my bottom to be 10. Okay. And I want my right to be zero. Okay. Now just at FYI, um, if you change settings here um, in any of these advanced settings, if you type in your number, so let's say I do 10 here, right? It won't take effect until you either exit that or you click enter or, you know, you tab out of it. So if I were just said zero and then I closed my HUD, okay, or I closed that window, you notice that it actually, that those changes didn't take effect, okay, 
again, you have to make sure you, you make your change and you either hit enter or you hit, um, uh, you hit uh, tab or you click out of this cell. Okay, important. Okay, so as you see here, you'll notice that I, I did a top and bottom border of 10 pixels and my left and right borders are zero. And that's exactly what we see here in edit mode. Okay. Um, so very similar to border, you can then, we now have all, also have access to change the individual margins on all four sides of the stack. So if I wanted my top margins to be zero and I wanted, uh, you know, my left and rights to stay at 20, we can definitely do that. And you notice that we see that being reflected inside edit mode. So if we look at, at our edit mode, we'll notice that at the very top, our margins are zero. There is no gap between my border and the outside of the stack. However, on the left and right, we, we will notice that I definitely have a 20 pixel gap between um, the edge of my stack, uh, the edge of the border, which is zero, right? Because we set our left borders to zero and the edge of the stack. Okay. Now, other things that we can use this for is if you notice here in the in the default settings for the stack, um, the maximum size that I can go to is 20. Okay. So if you ever wanted a larger margin, okay, then say 20. Let's say I wanted to have a a 50 pixel margin, okay, and and you wanted to have that everywhere. I now have a 50 pixel margin all around my stack. Okay, um, so it allows you to definitely go a little bit larger and manually, um, you know, put in numbers. Let's say you wanted an obscure number like 53 on the top for some reason. Okay, um, you can definitely do that. So in this advanced setting, this is where you can actually define um, your own number with no constraints. Okay, and define individual sizes for each side. Okay. Now, I'm not going to show padding. Padding is, is identically the same. You can, uh, of course, define whatever size that you want and customize that for every single side of your stack. Okay. And of course, you can turn that on and off. So if you wanted zero or less or more padding. Okay. And you do that for everything. Now, there, you'll notice that there are two um, more settings here. Okay. And what these settings are is render HTML in edit mode. Now, when you when you have this turned on, you'll notice that your your edit mode is kind of it's a little bit more pretty. You can kind of see a quasi preview of what your stack probably is going to look like in preview mode. Okay, but if you were to turn that off, okay, you'll notice that it basically changes from the nice pretty text that you saw. Okay, to basically the, the HTML that would be rendered for that stack. Okay, now there are some stacks, um, especially some older third party stacks. Um, I still have some that are using some of the very original first stacks APIs. And some of those stacks, such as a, a perfect example is my moving box stack still requires this. To really edit the content of some of the stacks, um, you'll notice that you actually have to turn off, it is a requirement to use some stacks to turn this on and off, okay? Um, a majority of stacks now um, has the ability to really control edit mode a little bit better. So a majority of stacks don't require this to be turned off and it is turned on by edit mode, um, by default in edit mode. Um, but there are still a few 
scraggling stacks out there that use the really old legacy APIs where it may require you to turn this uh, setting on or off, okay? Um, again, any newer stacks probably won't have to have you require to do that, um, but some older stacks um, may require you to turn that on and off, okay? Another setting here is basically if you use plus kit, and uh, you probably know what at import does. It allows you to um, basically take contents from another page and import it into your stacks page. Okay. If you would like to render that content, you know, seamlessly in in stacks, you can basically check this, and it will make sure that the content that you import is rendered in your stacks page. Okay. So that kind of goes over the, the common settings that you see across all stacks, okay? Um, that it's, I'm gonna go ahead and see if there's any questions in, um, in the chat, uh, in the chat room. Uh, I don't really see any, any settings that are, let's see, if you're not using background color or border, should you use padding or margin to separate content? So, um, yes. So if I, it, so if you wanted, let's say I had two tech stacks here. Okay. And I wanted to kind of, uh, increase the gap between, um, you know, this stack and this stack. So if we go into edit mode, you'll see that I, I definitely have a gap here, but let's say I wanted to increase that gap. You know, I most definitely use margins or padding. It, it you know, it really depends on, uh, or doesn't really matter. It depends on if you have a border. Um, do you want that gap to be, you know, under the border or above the border, right? So I, I can add a bigger margin uh, to this stack here. So let's say if I want to go down, I want to make my my bottom margin here, I don't know, 150. Okay. Um, that will then increase the the padding or the distance between my two stacks. So yes, use margins and or padding okay um to increase most likely margins if you want to deal with you know the gaps between two stacks um you know you can definitely use margins to basically play with that okay and to shift things around on your page a little bit okay um again uh the difference between padding so it you know this stack if i had a um I could definitely take this stack and say increase the padding on it. So let's say I increase the top padding. Okay, let's go ahead and increase the top padding to, I don't know, 115 pixels. Okay. So as you notice, that will definitely increase the, the gap again between my two stacks. Okay. But let's say I, I decided I wanted to add a border to this stack. Okay. Now, if I added a border to this stack, all of a sudden things get a little funky, right? Because I use the padding, um, it basically, I still have my gap between these two stacks, but now I have a, a big, huge gap inside this. And I, what I really wanted was a nice clean border around my content, but keep the gap between my two stacks, right? So to fix that, basically, instead of using padding, right? Let's fix my padding. Um, I would then go to the margins and increase my margin, right? Then in preview, you notice that I now have, you know, a nicer box around my content, but I still keep my padding distance between the two items. Okay. 
So yes, definitely use padding you know, or margins to increase the content. I recommend if you wanna use gaps, probably use uh, you know, margins instead of padding, okay? Really only use padding if you wanna really kinda of nudge you know, your content within the stack a little bit closer together, okay? But play around with it, you know, you can definitely use both, um, you know, to, to nudge your content, you know, around your page, okay? So I hope that answers your questions. Now let's go ahead and look at some of the other out-of-the-box stacks, okay? So we've looked and we, we've kind of gone through and, and seen the tech stack and what you can do. Um, now, other some other features of the tech stack that I probably haven't really gone over, um, which is really any text area within RapidWeaver, is you can also drag in images. So if you have an image, you can drag an image out there, right? And it, it definitely works. You have you have your image, okay? Other things that you can do with your image, if you double click on the image, you have RapidWeaver's image, um, you know, manip manipulator. So you can scale your image, you can rotate it. You can give it a shadow. You can give your image a border. Okay, um, and there there's some reasons to do to do this this way. As you if you notice the uh, the image is definitely um, by default it basically is aligned with your text. Okay, um, you know you have you do have some control if you wanted to go ahead and and select your image and say you wanted to align it to the right of the page. Do you want it centered? Just like as you were playing with text, you, you can manipulate your image, okay? And again, double click on the image and it brings op open RapidWeaver's um, image editor, or image attribute editor, okay? Um, so that's another thing. This isn't really stack specific. It's really any, uh, you know, style text area within RapidWeaver, okay? You can add text, manipulate the text, um, you know, do the, the ignore formatting as I showed you earlier. Um, you know, basically the tech stack inherits all of those features from RapidWeaver's common style text area that is used, that is utilized throughout RapidWeaver, throughout RapidWeaver plugins, okay? Um, so that kind of wraps up, you know, the text areas. Um, next is the image stack. Okay, the image stack is another stack that, of course, comes default out of the box with with stacks. And if you drag that on your page, uh, you'll notice that you have a image drop area. And essentially, all you need to do is take your image and drag it directly onto there. Okay. Now, you'll notice that um, again, the stack has the same exact settings as your um, text stack. Again, it's the common settings across everything. Okay, now if, if you wanted to, you know, reduce the width a little bit and then have your image on the left or on the right, you know, that's definitely where you can start playing with, you know, testing the widths and alignments of things. Okay, but there's another specific settings HUD just for the image stack. Okay, um, if you double click on your image, you'll notice that the, uh, the image will show up in a, a kind of a new gray box. Okay. And you'll notice that there's a little gear. If you click on this gear, it will it will show you a new settings HUD that is specific only for images. Okay. Now this is the same if you have a third party stack uh, that contains an image. Um, here, let me show you one. Uh, let me find a stack that contains an image. 
um, here's here's my here's one of my stacks, right? Oops, that's a bad example. Um, fancy image zoom. Okay, so fancy image zoom, as you see here, contains a drop area, drag and drop an image, and you have that you have access to the same exact image settings HUDs as, in a third party stack as you do the out of the box one. Okay. So just to let you know that this little settings HUD is really going to be leveraged throughout not only the out of the box stack, but any uh, image drop area that even third party stacks utilize. Okay. Now be aware that sometimes if you were to, you know, um, add a border to an image or a shadow, it may kind of affect the look and feel of that particular stack a little bit. Okay. Um, so if it's a third party stack and maybe it's doing some, you know, some JavaScript animations and stuff like that, if you add a shadow or blur or an offset via these settings, which I'm just going to go over right now, um, it may or may not work. Okay. Okay. Uh, you may need to maybe, you know, edit your image outside in, you know, Photoshop or Pixelmator or some other image editor. Okay. So, um, these tools are great, uh, that stacks provides. But again, uh, you know, your mileage may vary depending on your third party stack that you're using. Okay. So let's go over these, these settings here. Uh, the top is scale. Okay. So if you want to scale your image, uh, to be, you know, hundred percent, if you want it a little bit smaller, so on and so forth, you can definitely scale your image. Okay. Um, rotation. So if you want to rotate your image slightly, okay, you can definitely do that. Okay. Uh, if you want to give your image a border, again, this is a little bit different than if I were to give, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make my, my, uh, um, I'm going to keep it. I, actually, another cool little thing, if you notice what I just did was I had changed my rotation and this is the same as pretty much any slider, uh, configuration in, in any stacks HUD, there's going to be this little arrow. And basically it'll reset it to the default value. Okay. So if you're, if you're trying to get it back and you're like, I can't get it to zero. Oh shoot. Okay. Just click on the little arrow and it, it'll reset it back to the default value. Okay. Um, the next setting, of course, border, as I said, you can change, uh, just like the stack, you can change your configuration and make it, uh, you know, whatever border color you want. Let's say we want an orange border. Okay. You can definitely give your image a shadow. So if you want to give it a drop shadow, Okay, um, giving it a 30% shadow. Let's make it kind of a little lighter shadow. Okay, um, so again, shadow size, shadow color. Um, you can give your, your image a, um, your shadow blur. Okay, so if you wanted to give you know, your shadow, what size blur do you want? Do you want the shadow on the, on the right side? Do you want it on the left side? Do you want your shadow on the, the top? Do you want it on the bottom? Okay. So these four settings here are, you know, again, the percentage, the size, the blur of your shadow, the X or horizontal offset of your, of your shadow. And then Y is the vertical offset of your shadow. Okay. Let's go ahead and preview this and see uh, kind of what our image is looking like. So if we look at our image, I added a border. Um, I gave it a shadow. I made it, uh, you know, kind of blurred so you can kind of see it. Um, and it's offset to the left and on the bottom. So as you see, I, I just had a, a straight duck image. 
Um, but I modify that by giving the image a border and a drop shadow. Okay. Um, next feature, uh, whoops, the next two settings that uh, are on the bottom of the image settings HUD is file name. Okay. Um, basically, file name allows you to assign and give your image a specific file name. Now, when you drag an image out, okay, uh, Stacks is going to basically give your, your image a kind of an auto-generated name, okay? And by default, all of your all Stacks images are exported as PNGs, okay? So, um, I do recommend that uh, you go ahead and your head, your head has some great FAQs on their site about, um, you know, image sizes and if I drag in a JPEG, why is it exported as a PNG, so on and so forth, okay? Um, so stacks, if you use this little uh, image settings of this image stack or any third-party stack that uses that API, um, the file is exported as a PNG, okay? The default will, it will auto name the file to whatever it needs it to be, okay? But with this setting, let's say I wanted to name um, my file ducky. Okay. So basically I can give the, you know, I can, I wanted to make sure that this image is called, is named ducky.png or something like that. Right. This allows you to name a, give your image a specific file name. Okay. Um, I personally hardly, I never, I've never done that. Um, okay. I just let stacks assign the name, whatever it wants it to be. Um, I really don't care what the name is. Right. Um, and then the alt tag is, of course, uh, you know, for SEO purposes, if you want to put in, you know, um, you know, rubber ducky, okay, as your alt tag um, within the image, that way, you know, good old Google and Yahoo and Bing or whatever your search engine of choice is can index your page and find your alt tags of your images, okay? Um, so that kind of goes over the image stack settings. Um, again, and all of this settings HUD is available not only uh, for the out of the, the default out of the box image stack, but it works for any image drop area on all third party stacks as well. Okay. Now, one thing I wanted to give you clarification on is that that some people may be confused at is there is a border setting for your image. Okay, but how does that differ from the border setting on your stack? Okay, well, let's go ahead and look at that. So I'm gonna leave my border on my image uh, and then I'm gonna go ahead and go into the, um, the stack settings. So I'm gonna go and highlight my stack, go into the stack settings, and then I'm gonna add a border here. Okay, so if you notice, okay, there, there are two different borders. Okay, the border that was in the image settings HUD went exactly on the image, okay? But the, when I added a border to the stack, it basically added a border around the stack. Okay, as you notice, there, there's a gap between the image and the edge of the stack. Okay, that's essentially because the stack is going to be a div. Okay, a div tag. Um, and that div is currently set to be 48% width of my page. Okay. Um, now, another thing I, sh I should add with the image stack is um, if you make modifications to this, the resulting image stack actually modifies your image itself and creates a new image with the border and the shadow and so on and so forth. 
okay? These effects are not applied via CSS. They're actually modified, added to the image. And when you export your page, okay, you will notice that your image has been modified. Okay, so if you notice here, I'm gonna drag, drag this, and here's my rubber ducky image. If you notice, Stacks actually added the border and the shadow to the image itself. Okay, it didn't apply CSS to that image. It applied and affected that image in line and actually created a new image off the settings that you defined. Okay. Any questions on the image and image settings within Stacks? Okay. Um, the next um, step out of the box stack that we'll go over is the HTML stack. Okay. So we can go ahead and clean up our page a little bit. Okay. The HTML stack is essentially very similar to your style text stack. Okay. However, basically what you do is you type in static HTML in here. You'll notice that there is no formatting bar. Okay. What you type in this stack is what you get. Okay. So again, it's primarily used for static HTML um, that you would like to, of course, be rendered. So um, you'll notice that if you click out of the, the stack, your HTML is rendered. Okay, but if you double click and go into edit mode for that content, you'll notice that you see the exact HTML code that is behind what is in there. Okay. Um, so there's not much else here. Uh, there's no different settings other than uh, what we've already gone over. Um, so again, this stack is used uh, for default HTML. Okay. Um, the remaining stacks are, are kind of utility stacks that are allow you to kind of build um, different things uh, in layouts of your page. Okay, so the two the two column stack is essentially what it what it sounds like. It allows you and gives you two columns. Okay, now there are some new settings for the two column stack, and you'll notice that all the settings down here um, at the top of the settings HUD are the same exact settings as we see on every single stack. So we have width, we have border, margin, padding, just as we do in every other stack, okay? But you'll notice that there is a new setting down here that is specific to the two column stack, okay? And basically it's the column split. So if you want, of course the default is a 50-50 split, but if you wanted to adjust that and you want to have the, the left column or the right column bigger than the other, you can easily do that, okay? So that is the two column stack. Um, it is, again, it essentially allows you to, to do some layout um, and you can change the um, content uh, width, okay, of the columns. Now I can go ahead and I can go ahead and modify this stack and give this stack a different border, right? So I wanna give this one a, a green border and then I wanna give this one a, um, uh, a red background, oops. Give that a red background, okay? Just so you can kind of see how things are, are going together. If I were to give my, my two column stack a background as well, you can definitely do that, right? So as you see here, I now have a two column stack that has a background of purple, a, uh, a text stack that has a green background, and another text stack that has a red background, okay? Now, if you, if you preview that, you'll see exactly what it is, right? 
Um, there, there are times I'll actually go ahead and and give my as I'm building a page, I will give my stacks funky background colors. Okay, such as this, just kind of see how everything is. I can easily visually see, um, you know, the spacing between, you know, what is a part of what essentially, right? Because if if I went here and said, you know, turned off all my background, okay. It's kind of hard when we, if we look at this in preview mode. Yeah, I have a, you know, a text area here and another text area here, but by adding the, the really funky background colors, I can kind of visually see where all the components of my page are and how that's building out and what's the spacing between each one and so on and so forth, right? Um, just a, a trick that I use, of course, I don't recommend anyone ever publishing a page that has colors like that. But it is a technique to kind of um, see and visually see um, the blocks or, of stacks on your page and how your page is being organized and used. Okay, um, just a small little tip and trick there. Uh, the next stack is um, similar to the two-column stack, but it's a three-column stack. So if you wanted to have, um, you know, um, three text columns in here, okay, or if you wanted, let's say, we wanted to have. Um, Go ahead and another trick if you noticed i actually didn't have an image stack in here but if you just drag an image onto an empty stack area it'll automatically insert a an image stack for you okay so uh that's a good little tip uh, you don't have to actually drag an image stack out okay and then drag an image into it okay no no need for that you could just drag the image out onto your page and it'll automatically insert a image stack for you okay um, so the three column stack, just like the two column stack, um, basically has the same exact settings as every other stack does. And then the, another split. Okay. So this basically allows you to define how wide, um, of a gap do you want the side versus the center, um, column. Okay. And same thing applies. You can go ahead and tweak the individual settings for every single stack in here. And each one can have its own padding, margins, backgrounds, borders, so on and so forth. Okay. Um, the next stack um, is a stack stack. <laughs> okay. And essentially what it is, is just a generic drop area. Okay. Now, I admittedly don't use this for very much. Okay, but it is useful when you want it, right? Um, it's useful if, if let's say I wanted to um, have a stack where essentially I wanted um, to have a background, okay? Uh, for some reason, I wanted to give it a purple background. Um, oops, I wanted to give it a border, okay? Um, let's increase the padding a little bit. And then inside here, I wanted a text stack, which had its own border, okay, uh, and its own background, okay. Okay, Th this allows you to do that. So basically, it's a generic box, okay, that lets you, uh, you know, add anything you want into it, okay. Now, there is another thing that probably the most useful that I use the, the generic st stack for is actually creating lines, right? So um, a lot of you probably know that I, you can go ahead and insert an HTML stack and then insert the code 
HR, okay? And basically you get a line, okay? Uh, and then you can go ahead and adjust the width of your line and so on and so forth, right? Okay, uh, that, that's all great and fine and dandy, but what if I wanted to actually, um, you know, change the color and have a, a blue line or something of that nature? Um, a really easy thing to do um, is essentially go ahead and add a stack out here. Okay, just a, st a regular empty stack stack. Okay, let's go to advanced. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to turn, uh, let's see, I want border. Okay, I want a, uh, let's do a orange border. Okay, um, and I only want to give it a bottom border. I'm going to give it a bottom border of um, two pixels. Okay. Uh, let's adjust the width a little bit. There we go. I have an orange line, right? Um, now there are other, other things you could do, um, such as if you were to have my, my styled stack, um, you can uh, do the same exact thing, but add a little, maybe a little drop shadow to it as well. Um, so that you kind of have a line with a nice little drop shadow on it. Uh, good effect, I use that as well, okay? But again, just a, a trick if you just want a simple line, uh, you don't need to have anything in the stack at all, right? Um, but it, it makes a nice little separator. And then you can play with the, the margins here to basically give the gap between, you know, your two areas. So, if, you know, if I have um, my three-column stack here, my two-column stack there, okay, if we preview that. Sometime today. There we go. You'll notice that I, I, I definitely have um, kind of a slightly bigger gap here and a, and a large, you know, smaller gap there. Let's say we want to increase that, right? Um, I don't know, we can just increase the margin a little bit. Of course, you can also just go ahead and, and increase the bottom. Let's say we want the bottom to be a little bit bigger. Let's say we want 30 pixels there, so on and so forth. Okay, uh, go ahead and preview. And there we go. You know, I have a line um, you know, that's separating two content areas and I increase the gap between them with a margin. Okay. So convenient, uh, convenient thing to do with a, uh, with a stack stack. Okay. Let's go ahead and look at, uh, our final two, uh, stacks that we're going to be going over today. And, uh, it is a left floating image and a right floating image. Now these two stacks are essentially the same. Um, it's just one has an image drop area on the left and one has one on the right. Okay, so I can go ahead and add um, my little ducky there. I can drag my ducky there. Okay, and if you notice here, um, you have an image, a styled um, text area to play with over here. Okay, so you have your, tiled, your styled text on the right here and you have your styled text on the left on this stack, okay? Um, and that's essentially, again, it has the same exact settings. There's no specific settings. Um, it's just, uh, you know, that you drag an image out and then you, you put in your style text, okay? Um, so that kind of goes over the basics of stacks. Um, the last thing I'm gonna go over um, is basically some of the stacks preferences um, to kind of give you an overview of 
what preferences Stacks has, and some caveats that you might need to be aware of as you're working with your Stacks pages. So to go to Stacks preferences, uh, basically you go to your page inspector, okay, and you click on the page, and you'll see um, it's in the same exact place as we saw our advanced settings, but you'll notice that you have preferences, okay. So there's a setting that that most people have turned on because it's turned on by default. And if you notice, you'll see exactly what that is and that's display frame outlines. So if you wanna display your frame outlines, you can definitely see exactly where the stack is, okay? Or you can turn that off if you kinda wanted to see a more um, preview-esque view of your stacks area, okay? Um, I prefer having the outlines turned on uh, mostly because it allows me to easily see where my stack is started and where it ended, okay? Um, and then the, the last setting that we preference that we have here is reduce large images. Now, by default, these are set to, I believe, 800 pixels by 800 pixels, okay? And essentially what these are is a stopgap to basically help you from yourself, Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and let's find a, a large image. Okay, um, it would been great if I was ready. Hold your hold on for one second. Okay, so here I have a um, an image. Let's just drag that on my desktop. Okay. Um, this is a screenshot, and if we look at the um, size of this image, it is 1,280 pixels wide by 800 pixels tall, okay? Now let's say I wanted to add this screenshot to my website, okay? As you would think, you would go and drag that onto your stacks page, and it hence creates an image stack for you, okay? With, you can go ahead and, oops, you can go ahead and edit the attributes of this image, okay? Now, if you notice by default, Stacks kind of noticed that you already had a big image, okay? It was 1,280 pixels, which is pretty big for a, um, for a web page, right? So it went, it, went, it went and scaled the image down for us automatically down to 38%, okay? So if we preview our page, we'll notice that we have a small preview of our screenshot, okay? But I, I want it bigger. I, I want to make sure that my image is big. It's seen. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and scale that back up to 100%. Now, if we preview this, you'll notice that, uh, well, my, my web page area, let's go ahead and make it a little bit wider. Okay, there we go. Um, so you'll notice if we look at this image now, um, it's... It's bigger, but it definitely isn't the 1,280 pixels that the image that I drug in was. So what's going on here? What's what's going on? I, I, I demand to know why I don't have my image the way I wanted it, okay? And it all has to do with that preference in the Stacks Preferences, okay? So in, this, in our Stacks Preferences, we said reduce large images and make them a maximum of 800 pixels tall or 800 pixels high. So Stacks is protecting us from ourselves by saying, 
you probably really didn't want to put in a image that was 1280 pixels tall. So I'm going to go ahead and shrink it to 800 pixels. So stacks kept the proportion of the image, reduced our image to 800 pixels wide instead of making it 1280 pixels tall. So if I wanted to go a little bit bigger, let's say I wanted it to be 1280 pixels wide. Okay, oh, there is there is an actual allowed maximum. I think the, the maximum is 1100. So let's say I want 1000 pixels wide. Okay, I can go ahead and basically, after you change your preference, you have to, have to add your image back in. Okay, uh, go ahead, oops, uh, go in the image settings, change it to uh, 100%. I preview it again. You'll notice now it's gone off the page, but it definitely is a thousand pixels wide. Okay, so again, this setting is very important if you're if you're using large images and you're dragging them onto your web page. Okay, and you know, and you're you're wondering why your image is smaller than what you think or expect it should be. Okay, definitely have a look at this setting. Okay, because it, it's probably what your issue is. Now, another th thing that users uh, have um, issues with is going ahead and if if you notice that, uh, oops, um, I'm going to go ahead and shrink this down. Let's go ahead and make it a little bit smaller, preview it. Now, there are times, you can't really notice it here too much, but a little bit, you'll notice that the image might be a little bit blurry or out of focus or the image quality just isn't as good as the image that you drug into the into the stack okay so I, I had a JPEG and basically stacks under the covers you know manipulated the image shrunk it down a little bit to protect myself um, maybe it added a border or a shadow to it because I, I asked it to and the image just isn't sharp it's kind of just maybe a little bit blurry okay now this is a known issue with stacks, um, and really the, the only way around it is to essentially reference the image externally from stacks, okay? Um, so basically, not don't use um, the actual stacks image HUD, okay, or the image, so don't, don't use this, okay? If, if you wanna have a, a large screenshot um, of something and you want to make sure that it's still extremely crisp and clear just as you see here as if you were to open it locally on your machine essentially you're going to want to use some HTML okay uh, to reference that image maybe you add this image to your to your local resources and then you add that resource to your stacks page okay via HTML okay I'm not going to go over exactly how to do that uh, in this cast but that's essentially what you're going to want to do now, a little rabbit may have told me that things are getting better in Stacks 2. Um, so uh, stay tuned and uh, things will hopefully, uh, you know, in that realm will be getting better. But um, pretty much what we have now in Stacks 1 is pretty awesome, right? Uh, we can, we can edit our images. Uh, Stacks save us for, saves us from ourself uh, and make sure that we don't, uh, you know, upload you know, huge 1280 pixel size, or sometimes maybe even a, uh, you know, someone drag, drags in a JPEG from their camera and it's like four megapixels, right? Stacks will reduce that for you, okay? And, and help you save yourself from yourself, okay? So that's a great thing. 
Uh, the last tab that we see in the stack settings uh, is defaults, okay? And that essentially allows you to, to change the default background, the default border, the default margin and paddings of a stack when you drag it out, okay? So that means if you drag out a new, a new stack, what is the margin gonna be set to? The default here is set to two pixels, padding is set to five pixels, border and background are set to zero, okay? But let's say you wanted to have every stack had a default border of one pixel or had a default margin of zero, okay? You could definitely change that and where you change that is in the defaults tab uh, within the stack settings, okay? Um, so with that, that pretty much wraps up our overview of stacks defaults and, um, you know, kind of gives you a pretty thorough explanation of stacks and how to use it. Okay. So, um, as I wrap up, please, uh, let me know if there's any other questions. Uh, let's check out the chat room. I'm going to go ahead and give you a sneak peek at my new scroll stack. So this is my new scroll stack that I um, released this week, just a couple days ago. Um, and if we look at the icon, it's a, a beautiful icon. That is a nice film canister. Okay. Now, as you drag this stack out, you'll notice that it, it has a one image drop area and allows you to customize and, and add as many as you like, or not as many, you can have up to 50. Okay. Um, and then basically you drag your images out um, I already have one set up, but basically you drag your images out that you'd like to use. Okay. Now one caveat is to really make the, the scroll stack shine, make sure that your images are all the same height. Okay. So I, I've, I've done some work and, and before I, I added all of these images into rapid weaver, I made sure that I resized all of them to, so that they were all the, exactly the same height. Okay. I then ahead and went and made sure the scale was set to 100 so that all of the images were exactly as I expected them to be. Okay. Then if we, if we go ahead and preview scroll, you'll notice that we get a nice um, kind of a scrolling view of my images. Uh, you have some navigations on the left and right uh, where you can actually go, if you hover over, you can speed through. And if the closer you get to the stacks edge, the faster the preview gets. Okay. Now when you, when you get to the end, essentially it will automatically go ahead and start going back in the opposite direction. However, there are some settings to modify that. Uh, so if you, if we look at the scroll settings, you can go ahead and say, what slide do you want the, the effect to, or the show to start at? By default, we start at slide number one. Okay. So it's going to start here on number one. But if you wanted to start it, you can start it at any position within the slide uh, deck, okay? Speed, this of course allows you to, you know, uh, control the speed. Do you want it to be slower or faster, okay? Loop, this basically says instead of when you reach the very last slide, go back in the opposite direction, it will loop and do an infinite loop. So once it reaches the last slide, it will go ahead and load the first slide again and just keep on scrolling in the same direction. Okay, we can also hide our navigation. Okay, so basically if we look at preview now, we'll notice that I, I have scroll, I've adjusted the speed so it's going a little bit faster, but my navigation is also gone. Okay, uh, now at any time if you hover over 
uh, you can pause the navigation. Okay, so again, whenever your mouse enters it, the, the sliding will pause. Okay, and even though the navigation is, is hidden, you, it's still effective. So if, if I actually scroll onto the side, you can actually still navigate through your slide deck. Uh, now, on, as well as hiding the navigation, you can also customize the color and opacity. So if you wanted to make sure you're, if you wanted to have a slightly more opaque and solid color navigation, okay, you can definitely modify that so you have kind of a more solid color navigation feel uh, for the slide deck. Okay, so that is scroll. Uh, that's a great introduction to scroll. I hope you like it. It is available now on my website. Uh, so make sure you go check it out, joeworkman.net. So with that, everybody, uh, I want to thank you very much for joining uh, today's webcast. I hope you learned a lot. I enjoy doing this, and I hope you enjoy attending them. Um, so again, thank you very much, and uh, till next time. See you later. Bye.